Good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's uh, Thursday, June the 9th. Uh, morning, Paul. How are you? I'm well, thank you. What a beautiful day out it looks like. Uh, yeah, the sun is shining. It's got its hat on, but not on equity markets, unfortunately, which are going to have a summer of discontent, I suspect. But there we go. I think you were you were uh, listening to some people talking about where the gold price might be going yesterday, weren't you, Paul? Yes, that's right. Metal Focus uh, essentially uh, released their uh, forward forecast for the remainder of this year. Metal Focus being uh, London-based uh, precious metals uh, consultancy that uh, they do regular publishing on uh, uh, precious metals uh, quantities, uh, prices, and outlook. Uh, and uh, yesterday's presentation uh, essentially says that, that we're going to have more of the same for the remainder of this year from what we have now, uh, relatively a, a flat to slightly down uh, trading range. Uh, the average price for the year will uh, creep up uh, on gold uh, by about 2% or so, but that's based more on what's already happened uh, for this year as opposed to what's coming forward because the direction they think for the rest of the year is either flat or down by about 2% or so. Gold production in the Russia and the CIS will probably uh, lag a little bit on a year-on-year -year basis, but the rest of the world should make up the difference so that they do expect a, a gain in gold output for 2022 of about 2% as well over last year on a global production basis. But if you're looking, those gold bulls or those silver bulls out there just aren't going to be very satisfied with these outlook though. No, they're not. But uh, there we go. Everyone has their own view and it doesn't mean to say because they say that it's right. Uh, but we'll see. Only the future will tell us. Uh, now, there was um, some assay results, I think, weren't there, from uh, Shanghai Mining Club member Benchmark Metals. Yes, that's right. Uh, press release out uh, this time on a deeper drilling underneath the main or central portion of the Clear Creek zone. Uh, last week, they had released drill results uh, below the pit shell model on the uh, mineralized interval or, or area known as Duke's Ridge, which lies to the south uh, southeast of, uh, of the Clear Creek zone. And more of the same is the best way to put that here, which is really quite uh, good. Um, we have uh, thick, good thicknesses of mineralization with a nice high-grade uh, intervals in the centers of them running between three and seven grams is the uh, analysis results. Uh, only a few holes released uh, this time uh, and uh, also in the Dukes Ridge statement because the labs are really backed up in North America as far as getting results out for all the exploration underway. But in Benchmark's case, uh, what it simply means is that this mineralization is outside the current resource, so it will go into the new re mineral resource estimate. So the current uh, roughly 3 million ounces indicated in inferred on the lawyer's property is still growing, and there will be more than likely some kind of underground mine designs on some of these uh, zones underneath these pits in coming quarters. Oh, it's Moving uh, back to AIM, uh, we had some production numbers out of um, Scott Gold. Yes, yeah, Scott Gold is a, a quoted company here on AIM that's been struggling for years in order to get a relatively high-grade underground mine called Kononisha in production. Uh, 
in uh, Scotland. It would be the only, or is the only pr producing uh, gold mine in uh, Scotland here. Uh, record uh, production rate though here for April and May uh, stated at uh, just shy of 2,000 ounces gold and 10,800 10, ounces of silver. And they do think that they'll uh, meet the upper end of their Q2 target of somewhere between around 3,000 ounces or so uh, in the second quarter uh, in production. And uh, sales were 2.4 million sterling on uh, 226 tons of gold concentrates uh, as a result of these two months of production. And they had other statements out on uh, uh, at the current uh, operational uh, status of the mine and plant. So uh, they do have uh, still making some um, debt facility draws uh, in order to uh, maintain the uh, production ramp up uh, here on Caronish. But uh, from a management standpoint, uh, I would have to say my comment would be is that it's definitely improving since new management took over about a year ago or so. Sounds good. And staying on gold, there's been news out on Greatland Gold. Yes, that's right. Greatland Gold on the uh, Haveron uh, joint venture it has with Newcrest out there in West Australia. Copper gold, uh, sizable uh, discovery there. And uh, they were talking about they have, uh, I believe, seven rigs uh, operating at the current time on that joint venture, testing various uh, uh, zones of uh, mineralization for extensions and resource uh, growth. So, um, again, more of the same in that particular situation as well. Uh, keep those rigs turning, keep those new resources growing. Yeah, that's what you got to keep doing, keep drilling. Um, okay. Um, Maybe worth just touching both quickly on uh, the um, uh, Alta strategies. Um, they've got record quarterly royalty income, I think, haven't they? Yes, they had. They picked uh, Altus is the uh, uh, royalty and uh, exploration firm that works throughout uh, much of Africa on exploration. Uh, but uh, this is specifically about the Casarone, so royalty on the porphyry in Chile that they acquired not that long ago. And they've got uh, record uh, returns from that because of the high um, copper and gold prices uh, there. 1.54 million in uh, pre-tax uh, income in the first quarter on that. 65% uh, increase was uh, in mine life was reported by the mine operator here based on the reserves here uh, to a 28 year period. So uh, definitely a good acquisition on uh, Altus's uh, management's benefit to pick up well, what they could at this uh, royalty because this is very nice sustaining income for what is otherwise a uh, early stage uh, broadly based uh, exploration group. And then also maybe finally, just on a sort of general commodity theme, Paul, I know that um, zinc production in Peru fell by 23.6% in April, which is huge. And they're, they're one of the biggest producers in the in the world. Has that got an impact on the, on the zinc market? Already is impacting on the zinc market. I have to say that the downturn here in April would be very much tightening up the zinc stocks uh, as far as inventories, both in Shanghai warehouses as well as LME warehouses so uh i would say that the, that the, that's already being felt and it's that quick given supply chain issues uh, 
uh, that are in logistics and availability of, uh, of uh, spot materials. So keep a close eye on that because uh, so far we're, I have to say it's just not getting better. Interesting. We will keep a close eye. All right, we'll call it a day there, Paul. Uh, you won't speak to me tomorrow. Speak to Ollie because uh, I'm playing client golf. Very good. See you then.